Hello, fellow creatures of the void. Welcome to One Frame Off. My name is Rose Nightingale. I'm Jess. And I'm Brody. And today we're talking about the past, the present, and the future of Marvel. Mm -hmm. Maybe. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, the comics that inspire them, our observations of them. And uh, we've got Jess, who doesn't really know much. I do not know. My, um, my knowledge is very... Uh... Amateur. I, I've seen most of the main movies. I have like some favorites, but like ultimately I'm just a layman. And this was the inspiration for us to originally do this podcast, me and Rose. We are both very big time nerds. Uh, I love Rose, Loki. He is my boy. She does love her. Fight me on it. And she also loves a lot more of the comics and I'm more of a movie nut. And whenever we talk about this, we always have Jess as the uh, one person or the one frame who's off. Yep. yep. And that's where we get the that's podcast. Me. So we're kind of exploring the whole situation where someone brings up a book, movie, TV show, podcast, song, mm. or such. And they're always like, you haven't seen, read, heard, what now? Oh my Why God. not? Your opinions don't matter. What's wrong with you? Yeah. No, we don't do this that. Is a, this is a space for all of you who have been living under a rock. Pretty mm -hmm. much. Yeah. And don't share our corners of the universe universe or maybe you do and you just want three people to vibe with for an hour i have no idea <laughs> that's fine all right we got that we introduced ourselves we introduced the concept let's get right into it so in the past year starting around february or so we were introduced to wandavision which really shook the core to a lot of people it became like a big hit and really just tried to do a lot of things that uh that we just really haven't seen in these big action-y Marvel movies. No, and even I know that. Yeah. yeah. Jess does. Even Jess I know that. Watched. Yeah. Jess, how much do you know about WandaVision? I know, like, the basic gist of the story. Like, a grief-stricken Wanda imprisoned mm -hmm. a Pleasantville-esque town and is yeah. kind of living out her life <laughs> through sitcoms. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Yes. Yeah, so I have, like, the gist. But do I know anything about it? Like, no, absolutely not. Okay. And I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm not I've going tried. to. No, yeah. I've tried. We've, we, Brody and I, we've tried to get Jess to watch Rose Wanda gave Vision. me the Disney yeah. Plus login. I just used it to watch The Simpsons, so. Yeah. Really, it just kind of came down to... <laughs> And then we all just tried to explain WandaVision to Jess, and she was just like, that's cool. Still we also watching. attempted Loki, but we'll get into that one. We, we tried Loki, but same same thing. No doubt. Yeah, dice. sorry, guys. She but, did watch... No, I was successful to get her to watch one of the episodes for uh, What If. I, I did, yeah. It was the Party Thor episode, which I Party actually Thor. am a big Thor lady. I love Thor. Love me Thor. some Chris Hemsworth. I'm very down for... Oh, and Taika Waititi. So I'm very down for the Thor movies. I also uh, love the Guardians movies, but I know we're not talking about that specifically today. We could. I we, like the we, Guardians. I, I really we, we like the Guardians have, movies. I really I like the say, Thor movies. And of course, the Avengers. Such a good time. I gotta saying? say, though, Lamora coming out of no freaking where. That kind of annoyed me for what if. Yeah, like did the, I, I thought I missed episode. an episode. There was an episode. No, there was an what episode. What is it? Gamora didn't die by the hands of her father? No. no. Uh, so I don't know the premise of the episode for Gamora, but in what if, we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but in the what if series, what to the, the top two, uh, top last, the, the two last episodes, yeah. 
we pull Glamora in, but she hadn't had her episode yet. And it's, she is known as the survivor of... Survivor of Sakaar and killer of Thanos. Yeah, and yeah. Tony is in his art, like his it's Iron like Man. It's like a Hulkbuster style. Yeah, it's a Hulkbuster, but it's in Sakaarin... I don't fashion? know. Fashion, yeah. It's in Sakaarin fashion. Style. It's, it's all the hit with uh, Tony Stark and his technologies. So days. the premise that I read... For those um, that are like me and don't know what a Sakaran style would be, can oh, you right. paint so, a picture? Uh, you've, st you've, see you've still seen a the, Thor Ragnarok, Thor right? The, the yeah. Hulkbuster. Like the Hulkbuster was used as a big Iron Man suit that's like a big chunky thing to beat up the, the, to beat up the Hulk. Get, here's, get take, take this image. So you know how in Thor Ragnarok... Close your eyes and imagine this. Unless I you're driving. Right yeah, yeah, so all of the... <laughs> Just do it real quick. All of, like... The ornaments and the paint that the Hulk is wearing mm -hmm. when Thor meets him after the their whole brawl. like Trash Planet style. Yeah. Yeah. When cool. he goes, yeah, it, take that from work. and apply it to Tony Stark's big bulky Hulkbuster, mm -hmm. and that's the kind of style that you'll be looking, you would be looking at for Tony Stark's Sakaran armor. Yeah. Next to Gamora in. Thanos' golden armor looking yeah. like a straight-up badass. So we get Glamora just randomly pulled out of her universe mm -hmm. with no context. Apparently we're going to get that episode in Season 2. It was supposed to be in Season 1, but who knows what the hell happened to that. I'm still looking forward to it, though. I'm excited. But anyways, back to but WandaVision. We have What If, and then we also have... WandaVision. I WandaVision. really wanted to get into that. He wants to get into that. But we also have... Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which mm -hmm. I am kind of... It needed to be renamed at the end instead of Captain America and the Winter Soldier. It should have been Captain America and the White Wolf, but you know what? We'll, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. And then we also have Hawkeye. Hawkeye and... Your yeah, favorite. Hawkeye. Yay. I shoot arrows real fast. My favorite. Yeah. I, I just... I can't. I can't. But, I, SNL did a really great bit on it where, like, what happens when he runs out of <laughs> arrows. And I, I really do recommend looking that up because we've all thought it. We've all thought it. We've all... But, before we He's get, just a man. I've seen an empty quiver, okay? I've seen it. I've seen the empty quiver in the, in the fucking weakness. movies. Like, I know. <laughs> Not enough arrows. Jess, you had a question that you wanted to ask Brody and I before we really got into Wanda, too much into, like, WandaVision, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, for all these shows in general, I think um, for someone like me who is loosely keeps up with the MCU in general... Uh, how are these shows important to the overall cinematic universe? Like, are they important? Is this is just as skip skippable as Captain Marvel? Because let's be honest, you didn't, you didn't need to see that. Yeah, I would definitely want to say that, if nothing else, this is the best that the set design and prop design has ever been for any MCU project. Because, like, I actually do went to college with someone who is working in props there. I'm not going to out them, but they know who they are. And hopefully they're listening. And I like them. They're a cool friend. And hi, Brody's friend. Hi, they're not your friend. They're my friend. I said Brody's friend. Okay, well, don't be stealing my friends. All my friends <laughs> are your friends. All my friends are your friends. That's how it works. Yeah, it is. But no, like uh, traditionally, we've seen these big, like high CGI cartoons of MCU movies, and it was very nice to see them stylistically do whatever they want in the form of making different like tv sort of 
styles. So like every every episode of de- representing a different decade's worth of television styling, starting with like uh, Bewitched and Dick Van Dyke and going all the way up to sort of a modern family-esque kind of thing. And it was really nice to just like have this sort of refresher and also in the same time show a like like a good deal of character development for Wanda. Do you think that was the show well received by audiences? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So I yeah. mean that has to bode well in the future for other projects for the MCU at least. Like of course. whether or not it pertains um, hugely to the movies that are released. You know what I mean? Like is this a is this These a golden kernel that right. is going to make a lot of sense to me in a new movie? That's the thing though. Like I don't. I don't know. Personally, it's really going to be a gambit because these are full-on character arcs. Like, the last we saw for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Mm -hmm. like, Falcon, yes, he was given the shield, but we don't see in the movies, we're not going to see the full fallout that happened with him getting the shield. Like, him saying, I am Captain America, not the other guy. Like, Steve gave me the shield. I'm taking up this mantle right? and having to deal with all the racism. Are we talking about Anthony Mackie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anthony Mackie's character. Yeah. Like Sam Wilson. He's the bird man. Yeah. Sam Wilson, who is the Falcon. Mm -hmm. We don't see all that. We don't see him tackling the racism or the police, you know, stigma. Brutality. Right. And there definitely is like that conversation within the show. But there's, that's a whole long character arc that we're not going to see in the film. So mm. how is also we're introduced to new characters. We're at, we're introduced to Agatha. Yeah. In uh, yes. Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Catherine fucking Hahn. We're introduced Han. to Sylvie and Mobius and yeah. Loki. And then in What If we're introduced to the Watcher. Right. And then we're going to be introduced to Kate, Kate Bishop in the new Hawkeye series. So mm-hmm. for people who don't watch those series, how are we going to reintroduce? the characters right? yeah um, in the movies that's a good question it's like i don't really know too much of how to we answer that I because know i know that, that these characters are definitely coming back yeah no like we've mm-hmm. already gotten confirmation from owen wilson that mobius is certainly coming back and yeah, well, um, season two at least see, and one two and in doctor strange multiverse of madness mm-hmm. in February. and i'm definitely sure that we're gonna see agatha again and Yep, Agatha's uh, coming what back. I've read is correct. Um, Catherine Hahn's going to be getting her own show. Oh my gosh. We, yeah, I've read that recently. If that's the case, then I need a, G, um, a Jimmy Woo. A Jimmy Woo show? A show. My God, him just dealing with all the bullshit mm-hmm. from the Avengers? Just Come him, just him doing FBI. paperwork to fix everything that they <laughs> fucked up. For everyone who doesn't know, he's the uh, FBI agent who kind of gets on Ant-Man's case. Yeah, yeah he puts him on house arrest. And he pops up in WandaVision. He plays a very big role in mm-hmm. WandaVision, actually. So I would love, if we're getting an Agatha series, I want a, I want a Jimmy series. Come on, guys. Gimme Jimmy. Gimme Jimmy. Gimme Jimmy, man. Gimme Jimmy. Um, but no, I feel like we've, like, this is definitely, like, the next chapter in Marvel. And I, so, like, introducing new characters. There are two series. Uh, well, there's... In terms of the comics, there are two comic arcs that are being introduced Mm -hmm. by Marvel at this point. The Young Avengers and the Secret Invasion. I know very little about both of those comics. I feel like the Young Avengers seems unnecessary. 
And I think we've maybe had like a personal Cute. discussion about this before. I'm sure they'll make another little series well, of a have... treehouse gang yeah, of superheroes. Done. Right. Well, I mean, the we secret invasion is one that I personally haven't read, mm -hmm. but I do know that based on us being introduced to the scrolls? scrolls, the shape shifting aliens yeah. who could. There's a whole arc with them and the secret this whole thing yeah, they've kind of been like mentioned here and there for like a lot of projects and even the past so i'm sure they're gonna have their time they're, in the sun to come into fruition yeah and mm -hmm. that is actually uh something that is on the board for marvel to develop later on like in 2022 i think we're gonna get the secret invasion at some point can i just sideline real quick and appreciate the fact that the mcu is so big that we have wanda who's a magical wish witch we have actual alien invasions we have espionage movies we're gonna have <laughs> vampires oh shit there's oh, vampires that's right all in the I same forgot. in oh, the same wait. world there is a throwaway line by mobius mobius m mobius in the loki series yeah he's like oh we've gotten scrolls we've gotten vampires. these vampires oh yeah and this is like Vampires are like fucking about. Yeah, we got vampires. vampires. So what? It's oh, like I okay. So I am down for some vampire action. Absolutely. Oh yeah, oh, yeah and vampires in the movie Blade. You guess and you know who? I was plays? gonna say Blade. Yeah, is it Blade? You know who plays Blade? Mahersha Ali. Wesley Snipes. Better. No. Mahersha Ali. I don't know who that is. Should He's I? He's amazing. How about you? Can you name some stuff? Because I don't. He know was in Moonlight. Oh, Moonlight is so heartbreaking. I could not finish it. It oh, was so hard to watch. No. I, I just couldn't. But that's, it's like the, I don't want to get sidetracked too much here, but it's like, have you ever seen Eighth Grade by Bo Burnham? Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't finish it because it rang so it true. It just gets so. Yeah, it's like when a movie cuts you that deep and you can't finish it, Moonlight was that for me. Like, it was hard. That's how I felt watching WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a joke, but there actually are some very well-received emotional moments. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. I don't want to say cringe, but it's like you relate so much to the hardship and the embarrassment that your character is going through or that you're watching that I can't even continue. Like, I can't continue. It is too much of an emotional experience for me. Getting back to WandaVision, there are there are definitely like a lot of like emotional moments that we saw because at, at its core, it is a love story. It's the yeah, love story yeah, no, between I, the magic lady and her... And her tin man. And her tin man. <laughs> I will say that WandaVision is a very good example of going back to the source material. Because yeah. if everyone who's actually read the comics knows what I'm talking about, I'm talking about House of M, mm -hmm. which you really don't need to know too much about it. There aren't a lot of differences, although there are some major differences between WandaVision and the comic series. But basically, if you know the comics, you know the overall plot, you, you know WandaVision and the series, at least season one of WandaVision. Ooh. It, we've been teased that there may be a season two at some point, but I'm not. But House yeah. of M is basically well represented to what WandaVision did, especially with mm -hmm. introducing her children. Right, she Wanda basically has this moment of grief, and has two kids, 
who actually lead into the yeah. Young Avengers. Yep. Speed and Wiccan. Which, for some reason, also is... side note, my puppy is in the building with us. So if you hear any yep. dog noises or our... barking, that is my Chihuahua puppy Gertrude. Just we have side one note. of our one of the three. One of our little mascots. Yeah, one of our one of... three mascots is here. Yeah, we so... all we all have we all have a dog. Just she, as a she's a quarantine side. puppy. She she liked to be around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had my dog. He's an old man. His name is Maru. He's uh, fourteen years old. Do you He's want a to sweet baby. He looks like a little mini Falcor. And I am living with my brother and his fiance, and they got a little uh, pit bull named Pumpkin. Yes. Pumpkin is adorable. Pumpkin oh the pit bull. But yes, we've got Grudy in, in the building with us, so if you mm-hmm. hear her. Just it, a, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. You can't control puppies. You can't control puppies. What are you going to do? What was the name of the dog that they had in Oh, Sparky. Sparky. R.I.P. Sparky. Oh, he's a dog that the twins get that uh, it was is killed by Agatha in the very special episode. Agatha killed a dog. Agatha, yes. what that that bitch? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Agatha. So for everyone who doesn't know, Agatha is basically Wanda's pseudo friend. They're frenemies. Frenemies and kind of mentor, or and just friends mm-hmm. with most female relationships. No, Wanda absolutely hates her at some points. Yeah. Well, like I said. Be like that. <laughs> Ouch. In the show, we are get, definitely given like a little bit of backstory. She was in a coven a long time ago, and Salem. She, she was originally she was one of the original witches from the Salem witch trials, and was tried by her coven mm-hmm. for blatantly using magic when she shouldn't have. And she's like, "Well, teach me." And her coven's like, "No, you're evil. So we're gonna kill you instead." They tried to kill her. Agatha ends up killing all of them. And Agatha's like, all right, well, I'm going down this path. Yeah. And she also gives the best exposition for Wanda's character. Yes. And actually name drops her as... As the Scarlet Witch. The witch who controls chaos. So the comics don't do a very good job of explaining her powers. However, WandaVision does a great... In the whole of the series... It is a great explanation of what she can do. Because mm-hmm. she basically takes her powers. You have, let's just say, Universe 1. Yeah. Universe A. Universe Original. Alpha. Whatever. Alpha, whatever. Yeah, Universe Alpha. And then you have Universe Beta. Mm-hmm. Beta is overlaid on top of Alpha. And that's the Hex. In WandaVision. Yes. The big force field that when you go inside turns you into a little TV show side character. No, no, it makes total sense. I'm I'm listening, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like zoned out like, uh. Which I totally get. I'm sure like actually watching this is way better. But we're going to try. But I'm not going to do it. We're (laughs) trying. This is why we're here. We're trying our best. Hopefully there's someone at home who hasn't seen WandaVision is, is getting this. So Wanda just kind of overlays a universe in which uh, Vision is still alive Mm -hmm. and they have kids. Who is a speedster? I I think I started talking about this. Oddly enough, one of them is a speedster like Pietro, which is so weird to me. A speedster? Yeah. He has like speed. He's really fucking fast. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like the Flash? Yes. Okay, cool. Do we also want to talk about the... The, the Evan Peters meta joke. You probably should because even I know about it. Yeah, oh so for those who need a quick reminder, Evan Peters played Quicksilver in 
another X-Men movie, which the I... Fantastic Four? Mm. X-Men. X-Men. So, Fantastic Four, X-Men... Isn't there a fast guy in Fantastic Four, though? No, that's... Um, the Human there's Torch. A, that's the Human Torch. Yeah, there's a surfer. He's fast. The Silver, the silver surfer. surfer. Yeah. <laughs> He's fast. Jessica Alba uh, with those blue contacts. Oh, Lord. Super creepy. But you were oh, asking Lord. how well-received it was? A lot of people did not like that originally when they, they realized it isn't them bringing mutants in. Instead, it's just a boner joke. See, that's the thing about House of M, though. Mm-hmm. Wanda goes... Lack of better terms, batshit crazy. Oh, yeah. In House of M, in the comics. And that kind of leads into the whole, like, mutant thing and goes off into such a direction. But her kids, though, lead into the Young Avengers. Now, we have gotten another reference to the Young Avengers Mm -hmm. with Kid Loki. Oh, yes. And I need more content because you can't just throw a line of, oh, I killed Thor and just be done. Okay, do we you just can't. Wanna, do we just want to pivot over to Loki now? I no. Can t- no? We, we got, still got some WandaVision in us? Yeah. All I right. Mean, we, <laughs> the Hex is one thing. I mean, that's just everything. But Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. I love him. Gimme Jimmy. Gimme Jimmy, man. Gimme Jimmy. But, uh, Hashtag Gimme Jimmy. <laughs> we also see character development from Darcy. That's yeah. the other thing I really wanted to talk about. Because when we first meet her in Thor 1, she's you know comic relief is darcy is um the girl from like she's a black-haired intern for cat dennings is that cat dennings yeah Yeah. i like cat dennings she's talented is amazing like comedic actress and she yes she's still treated as the comic relief but there is one kind of throwaway line in the series that i want to point out that shows the passage of time for everyone else who lives in the universe. Mm-hmm. When we meet Darcy in Thor 1, she's an intern working in college. When we meet her in WandaVision, they're like, Miss Lewis. She goes, Dr. Lewis. Yeah, she's definitely given way more agency in so this So now we've show, it shows that this is a passage of time. For Wait, Kat MCU. Dennings is in WandaVision? Yeah. Yes. Cool. We have led you, with here that. he goes, guys. Kat Dennings and Katherine Hahn, two great comedic actresses that I had no idea Jess that is, were in WandaVision. Jess is not. Jess is trying. What? They're <laughs> both wonderful. It's like, uh, oh, Kat Dennings. <laughs> yeah, Kat Dennings. Okay. Yeah, they're both wonderful. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else you want to know about WandaVision? No, no actually, I, I feel like WandaVision has been really wrapped up for me in terms of. Um, well, the discussions we've had here, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's also been out the longest yeah. for That's everything. True. So, spoil alerts have been abound for a while. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I'm still not going to watch it, though. I'm going to watch The Simpsons instead. <laughs> also, for people who are just now listening to this, I'm just saying this is the first final and only spoiler alert ever. On the show. I thought, oh yeah, we side are, note, that should have been very apparent from the beginning. Our whole this, our this whole, whole shtick is Her, spoiler alert. Oh yeah. But then again, I mean, how else is someone get, who doesn't So watch? many times though, like, I'll hear the ending of a movie and I'm like, that sounds really good, I'm gonna go watch it now. Like, it, it very rarely deters me unless it's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, where you like you say like, oh, and then it's a bad twist. It's like, oh, that's kind of which. Dumb. By the way, at the end of this podcast, we're gonna spoil old for you if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh lord. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we can talk about 
Because that really is... No, it's not. Because huh? it's Falcon and the Morning Soldier that came out next. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let, let's get to that next. That's the one series that I've only watched once. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look, okay, Anthony Mackie may be a national treasure at this point, mm. and so is Sebastian Stan. Oh, and there were zero bad performances in this Oh, my show. God. But let me tell you guys. They weren't my characters, all right? No. My character's coming up, my boy. You, Listen. You, you got your favorites. I have my favorite, and so does Jess. You have to be, uh, yeah, okay, I was just about to say you have to be impartial, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. No, honey. We're going to throw that right out the window. No, this is very opinionated. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> None of this is based in fact at Loki all. It's all our personal opinions. naturally the best character of them all. What are I you don't, talking about? He's a complex guy. Yeah, he is complex. complex. They all are. But Although, no, we, we can't get away from, unfortunately, talking about it. And I've heard a lot of different names, and I think we just want to bring up the name now about the name change. At the end, it's... Well, the beginning is presented as the Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. And, and then it becomes the Captain the America and the Winter Soldier, because by the end, he picks up the shield and Sam establishes Wilson. himself as yeah. Captain America. Did they dynamically change the intro graphics to represent this? Yes, they no. did. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Yeah, that's wonderful. I was wonderful. about to say no, but yes, yes, they do. Yeah, that's but great. That's I like thing. that. That's the, I mentioned this earlier. That's the thing that really pisses me off about that series because Bucky Barnes, who is played by Sebastian Stan, he's mm -hmm. the Winter Soldier. Hey, right? can yeah. I ask a question real quick? Because I don't know a lot about the Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, why is he so important and special? So basically, did you ever watch? Um, I've only seen the first Captain America movie. So only the first. See... Yeah, only the did first. You, did you? See, I'm not going to watch um, the other ones. Captain you should America watch Civil Captain... War. Oh. You should Civil watch. Civil War. Yeah, I've seen Civil War. So basically, the guy who kills Tony's parents. And he kills Tony's parents. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. I thought they were already so, dead. So no. the whole shtick of the Winter Soldier but is that... He's a brainwashed... So in... Oh, he's Captain like a Russian America. sleeper spy. No. Yes. Kind of. In Captain America, there is a moment <laughs> yes, where... no. <laughs> yes, no. Maybe, sort of. Sort of. So the moment is he gets taken away. Bucky Barnes gets captured. And so Steve Rogers... He takes up the mantle and actually does become Captain America because of this. Mm -hmm. His whole platoon goes missing. And when he Steve Rogers goes out to find the platoon, he finds that Bucky's not with the rest of the group. Right? So he goes hunting around the facility, and you see that in the facility, Bucky is strapped to a chair. They've already started experimenting on him. Now... What happens later on in Captain America... Do we know America, why Bucky was chosen and not other no, people? No, hold on. There, there is a reason. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting to that. I, I want to know. We want to so know. So, Bucky fell off a train. And, <laughs> and, and That's Captain the one America, special thing that happens. <laughs> literally. He falls off. The, the whole thing is they're doing a mission, right? So, this is after... Is he injured? He's, he is. I mean, he does lose an arm. He lost <laughs> his arm because of this. He gets, like... He, he ends up frozen... Mm -hmm. and lost an arm in the accident because he fell off the train. And they already, Hydra already started experimenting on him before Captain America, Steve Rogers, interrupted them. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, hey, it's this guy. Didn't we start experimenting on him? I know him? you. I know you. Well, let's keep Did you lose weight? <laughs> yeah. Steve uh, lost about 10 or 20 pounds. I don't know how much arms weigh. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, we, they brought him back. And they put him into basically a program for other super soldiers. And mm -hmm. he is forced 
to have the super soldier Is it the same serum? program that Captain no. America went through? So, no. He's like is... a tiny little shrimpy man, and then... No, basically, no. Exactly. became no. the big bulking That's like the that good we know today. super soldier serum that That's the original. That's the is original. Is it like so every stuff? No, no. not okay. I... So, basically, for the super soldier serum, in, every, in the rest of the MCU from Captain America off... Um, Everyone's trying to recreate it, but, mm-hmm. but Steve Rogers had the original and had the best version of it. Yeah. Everyone else is given either a knockoff, co- like a, a uh, black market knockoff copy or some ver- altered version from the original that they were able to scrape together after his notes. So, like so it doesn't have the same effect of it will not bulking so you the, up. So they're never going to be Captain American level strong. No. But... But they but will be they, way they better do, than any human. Well, yeah, but they do sure. try. They it comes close a few times, mm-hmm. um, but Bucky is chosen well, as a follow, part of this follow program. to this because I also thought this when I was watching the last Avengers movie when he does pass his shield on to Anthony Mackie's character. I'm sorry, I, he's the bird Sam man. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. I don't. He's he's the guy in the bird suit. What the hell does that guy do? He, that like he's, like he's, he just okay. operates a suit, right? So no, there's a little. Can bit he more hold to the it. shield? Yes. That's the whole point. So, here's going back. I'm no, like Bucky. It is like the Serenity series. He, he, he actually does mention that. Yeah, it's yeah. heavy. No, he, he does mention it is made out of vibranium. Yep. So, he does, like, he's practicing with it. There's a scene in Captain. Captain America. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier where Sam is practicing with the shield and he's throwing it back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he's like, damn, I'm not like Steve. This is kind of hard to do. But he does get it. I think it's worth noting that that's not originally what he wanted to do. No. The first episode is him donating the shield. He was promised. So can I go back to my whole... By all uh, means. I want to finish my rant about the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. He spent, he like gets brainwashed, ends up assassinating JFK, which caveat to that, there is a reference to the JFK assassination in X-Men. I don't Gosh, remember. Man, I, yes. So much Umbrella but, Academy stuff. But <laughs> the thing is, like, they're treated separately, and it's all this other kind of insanity to it. But Bucky does end up assassinating JFK, and mm-hmm. he becomes a brainwashed assassin who kills a lot of people and gets, like, when he's done with his missions, he's basically put back into this capsule yeah. and sleep. They, so they put him on us. Yeah, they literally put him on ice. <laughs> so he looks like no time has passed. Basically, like Steve. Steve went into a glacier and fell fell asleep, quote unquote, and got frozen for yeah. like seventy years. Or Whereas something. Hydra's kind of been like punching him in and out yeah. for a murder shift. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> literally, what that's what happens. He, you know, Steve Rogers finds out that Bucky is still alive. Mm-hmm. Tries to save Bucky. Bucky ends up in Wakanda for a while and doing all of this therapy and reme- remediation. And that is something worth noting that like his and big And it is arc. highlighted in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. But the thing is, at the very end of that series, they still say Captain America in the Winter Soldier and not Captain America in the White Wolf. Don't they even have a throwaway line where it's like they're like bantering around. And it's like, oh, yes. what are you, White Panther? It's like, I'm the White Wolf. He's the White Wolf. That's the name that he was given by the Wakandans 
after like his therapy, after his remediation. I like, like that. He's like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Exactly. Except he's a wolf. He's but not the Winter Soldier anymore. It's Winter like, Soldier. He's not the Winter Soldier. And in the series, this is another issue I have with the Disney Plus series. How are you going to? These are full blown character arcs. How are you going to reintroduce the fact that Bucky is no longer the Winter Soldier? His, they're going to do it with like an 80s montage at the very maybe. beginning of the movie. I swear to God, that better be what it is. <laughs> it would be I want that wonderful. deleted scene. I want that deleted scene of him. Their 80s it. montage, beginning of the movie, like... But yeah, like, that that's my point, though. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see that character arc. Everyone's still going to see him in the next Captain So Nick. actually, what I think is a little ironic here is like, this is probably... Your least liked show, we could say overall, that's been released recently. I'd, yes. It doesn't hold a candle it to the It might other be two. the most important one you need to watch it for the is. upcoming movies. Because Captain America huh? Four, Captain America Four is coming out. Four it is four, right? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Captain America Four is coming. out. I saw out. the first one and I noped out of all the others. <laughs> oh, that's you. You got to give the not other going ones to. I'm not going to. I'm you not, should. I'm not going to. I'm all right. Going all right. To. Just that's I'm, why all, we're I'm here. here for my baby Thor. That's why we're here. Yeah, everyone has their favorites. We all we all have our things, you know what I mean? Also, it talks a lot in lore, like in the universe. The snap happens, Thanos erases half the universe. There's actually references in Captain America and my god, I keep saying that. (laughs) In Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there are references to the five years that it took for the rest of the population to come back. Do you want to explain the villains? And I just don't like the villains. Their their whole shtick is yeah. That, who are the villains in this? Because I got in, in Winter Soldier. So I they're don't like think we these that. freedom fighting rebels who say I already hate it. I, yeah. I already hate it. <laughs> so basically, it's <laughs> it are, it already disinterests me. Yeah, well, you're zoned out. It's not worth it. The the villains of this series, bad guys with guns, huh? They believe that the world was better when there was not enough people, and then they were all no, like, let's try believed... to fix the world together. No, so they believed that in the wake of the snap, in which is what it's called in the MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. the snap, everyone kind of got displaced and countries' borders changed to the point where there weren't any borders. Like countries weren't as defined because they realized yeah. half the population was demolished, a lot of culture, a lot of history, a lot of people were lost. So we all have to band together and stick together at this point to figure out how we're going to cope, how we're going to move forward. But then the blip happens when Hulk uses the stones to bring everyone back. Back. So the blip comes back and this is the fallout of everyone coming back from that. Mm -hmm. And this group... They basically um, say all the progress that they saw in the past five years and we're like, hey... Let's not do that anymore. Let's just go back to hating each other and building up walls. And well, that's their whole how idea. They felt, no, that's how they felt the government was. Mm-hmm. That's, they... I think it's also worth noting here that a lot of people that I saw, at least like on message board, in conversations I had with people, you know, whatever, a lot of people agreed with Thanos's, um No. Uh, Thanos no. could have goal. snapped and multiplied. I need to, I'm sorry. Um, I need to just say, multiplied. like, fundamentally, if you Make were more on planet planets. Earth, to Make get rid more. of half our population, we would be sustainably unfunctional. You know who he needs? And that's he exactly what happened. 
It would be even worse than depicted in the show, though. Yeah. Like, it would, like things would not be happening at yeah, all. Yeah, but this group is like, oh, well, things were different, and we got used to it. I just need to sideline real quick. Whatever T'Challa said to Thanos in that What If episode, I need to hear it. Oh, my God, yes. We'll get to that later, but we'll, get to that. We'll, we'll let's put a pin in that. But, yeah, that's really... The, the group, it's a struggle for mm -hmm. them against the government. And they're specifically going against one fictional government agency, right? Like the yeah. rebordering so committee, whatever? Yeah, it's... Yeah, pretty much it's the rebordering or rehousing or something. I don't remember what they're and called. And they're reinstating countries' borders, and the country government... Governments who came back, or government officials who just came back from the snap, the blip. Mm -hmm. um, they're the woozy, like, the wazzies, the flippy, the floppy. Yeah, they're like, I, I don't know what has happened in the past five years, so what the fuck? We're just going to continue on as if that never happened. And this group is like, hold on, what the fuck? You can't just continue as if you, that didn't happen. Because it did. Yeah. You have to acknowledge it, and we have to move on as one, was it one world? One world, one people. One people, yeah, is yeah. their saying. And they're like, well, the refugees from all these countries that moved around, you know, you can't just uproot them after living there for five years. It feels like they're really trying to be provocative and say something, but at the same time, they just suck as villains. Like, their I whole... will say, the, the biggest thing that really stood out to me is how they handled police brutality and With racism. any superhero movie, you're only as good as your villain. And if you can't create a villain that the is relatable... Batman Forever. That, that is... <laughs> Well, the real that villain in is... <laughs> really the really the, the villain in Batman Forever is the costume designer that sewed those. <laughs> Look, you gotta have, find a villain that's relatable. It's like it's... with the with um what is it? What was Steppenwolf from? Oh, oh, from um... Justice League. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf? No, Ooh. he was from. Wolf was from. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. Anyways, all the, I'm saying here is But like, I will say that like it's supposed to be less like there's like a big bad guy, but I say that the It's more of a political and social issue. Yeah. It's tackling The real enemy is racism. Yeah. Let's be real. Cuz they give So I've I've seen this gif and I'm sure you guys have where Cap Steve Rogers is the Captain America America thinks that they are. Uh Sam Wilson is the Captain America that who should be Captain America, mm -hmm. and then what's his name is the cat is the actual Captain. America. Oh, we didn't even talk about the phony Captain America. What is his fucking name? Something Walker. Yeah. So basically, we mentioned this before. Who becomes Sam, U.S. agent? Who Sam I doesn't even want the shield in the first place. Right. He donated to the Smithsonian to. And under the impression that he was going to that they were going to keep it. Mm hmm under lock and key as america's this is how america's attic is the nickname for the smithsonian if you didn't know that yeah. i didn't were, know yeah america's attic i've seen the smithsonian. smithsonian i didn't know that that's interesting yeah he's he really was under the impression junk. i saw dorothy slippers yeah they have dorothy Very slippers cute. it's insane like the collection mm -hmm. we don't even see like a quarter of the collection that they have no 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 they rotated around but that deal is not honored no so what happens is also, the show references this. The U.S. government 
goes up to the Smithsonian and is like, oh, hey, by the way, that's ours, which the show is like, ah, the government doesn't really own that. The, the, the government doesn't own the actual shield. Here's the thing. Shield, S-H-I-E-L-D? Yeah. L-D. L-D. Sure. The, no, the organization <laughs> that Fury was the, the director of yeah, Shield. The... They're kind of a part of the U.S. government, but because Howard Stark and Peggy Carter and a few of the other founders created it, mm-hmm. Stark was the one who owned the uh, vibranium. Shield. Yeah. Oh. Who created the shield? Was... So the shield is actually with Howard Stark dying and with Tony dying, the shield goes into this awkward stasis where Howard did give legally. Pepper Potts say, owns the shield now. She should. Yeah, she Pepper should. Potts owns the shield so, now, right? So like I mean, she's shit. Captain America. Yeah. I would say that. Because... And, and morally, morally and ethically, we should give it to Pepper Potts. Not when, not the... Gwyneth Paltrow. That's just not... Pepper Potts. Just but Pepper that's Potts. not what the show does. No. So I would say. Legally, in the first Captain America, Howard hands over the shield to uh, Steve Rogers. I would say that Steve Rogers is the legal owner and sole owner of the shield. How pissed would you be if your name was Pepper Potts? I would love that. I would. I would not like it at all. I think. Yeah, I, you I would, would work it. No, because her name. Um, is that? It's her full name, right? Yeah. Something Potts. Pepper Penelope Potts. <laughs> It's really no, PPP. I just made that up, but I, I was just figured like it, it the feels... alliteration would be great. Yeah. Alliteration is wonderful. But it's something like Pepper Potts. Anyways, so I would say that legally, Steve is the sole owner of the shield. So like giving it to Sam. Um, her name's Virginia. Virginia. Pepper's just a nickname, I guess. Yeah, that's what, what it is. Virginia what a Potts. missed opportunity. Hmm. So Patricia. Anyways. <laughs> anyways, so... Steve gives the shield to Sam, and Sam gives it to the Smithsonian. So, strictly speaking, it's still Sam's. And the show acknowledges that the shield is in this awkward legal status where no one really owns it. Right. Because both the Starks, who legally own it, even though I say that Steve should own it. Hold on really quickly, though, too. Um, They have a child, too. Yeah, but Pepper Potts yeah. and Tony Stark wouldn't possessions no, like. No, she. See, that's the thing. It's owned though. by Stark and her, like their company. It's, it's not owned. It's owned by, by the. What company. about Happy? What the fuck is he doing? Happy is still. He's the head of security for Stark Industries. The forehead of like security. The forehead of security. <laughs> but like, I would consider it on a legal standard. If you really want to solve the issue of who owns the shield, it would be Sam Wilson because Howard Stark gave it to to Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers gave it to Sam Wilson. So Sam should be considered the legal owner of the shield, but the US government doesn't want anyone knowing that. Right. So And that doesn't stop them from giving the shield to who they believe to Walker. Fucking Walker who he they believe very, to be their new the Captain America. He's so very he has a very interesting point of view. Steve always introduced himself as hi i'm steve rogers walker mm-hmm. always said hi i'm captain america well he's entitled he feels entitled mm-hmm. but he also has like mental health wise he's not the best let me no, tell you he I, did, don't, I don't think he's he did talk well, with we've his all got buddy our struggles, about you know? like uh about all the things the horrible things he had to do when he was in afghanistan which yeah 
Shouldn't and really that's kind of just shows the fence of, oh, look, we can't, he can't be racist because he has a best friend who's black. Even and though I'm he like, kills someone. Mm, yeah, even though he does kill someone. He murders. He gets very killy. He would have killed He's Santa. He's also he highly could've... sexist as well. He would that kill too. Santa? Yes. Evil Santa? He... Oh, I thought you said he would kill Santa if he had. Uh, he oh, killed no. someone. He would kill Santa. <laughs> <laughs> but not, like, not like. You. Not I'm Captain like America. Those are my Santa. presents. Yeah, I mean, he does kill someone because he's like, oh, they're a terrorist, quote-unquote, but not really. He's just an innocent guy who should have been tried. Yeah. All right, so, so far what I can gather from all of this is that WandaVision, you can skip it unless you want to have a nice time. Winter Soldier will undoubtedly be important for at least the Bucky Barnes. Yeah, at least for those Bucky Barnes, yeah. Well, the big takeaway is that these characters have sort of transformed themselves. Sam There's Wilson a whole, whole on character arcs, and I'm not sure. I just think in general, and like I know this, we're still fresh on this podcast. This is our first episode, but again, like general, I discuss all the time with you guys that um, more things need to be made into miniseries as opposed to yeah. movies mm-hmm. because there is just not enough time to give everybody the character development that they that they need. And could you imagine if they had taken? microscopic sections of the MCU from like eight years ago and turned Low it into key. a mini series because Loki 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 oh yeah do, oh my gosh do, can we do talk about Rose, on. Rose let's talk about <laughs> uh, what's the show called <laughs> <laughs> it's called Loki I want to say Sylvie fuck Sylvie okay what I oh my gosh I want to talk about Loki so bad, but we had for to those who Falcon this is definitely audio, so you can't see it. Rose is shaking. I am excited. I'm like bouncing in my chair because I love <laughs> the character. I've loved the character Loki since we were introduced to him. Mm. And I'm not gonna uh, today. I really don't want to get too far deep into it. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to do a Loki specific episode at some point. There is a difference between the mythological, the Norse mythological Loki, the comic book Loki, and the Loki that we see in the MCU, the Marvel movies, and the Loki that we see in the Loki series. I do want to say though that just to kind of cover this base, the Loki that we see in the Avengers film is the only time we see that kind of version of Loki in the rest of the movies and the series actually comes right out and says well you don't like hurting people so what the hell happened oh you it's now canonically confirmed that what tumblr has been saying all these years since fucking avengers one where loki was basically under duress he was tortured or really heavily influenced heavily influenced by the mind stone during avengers one which i'm like okay Tumblr already knew that. We called that. We all just want to see Loki as a good boy. And Loki is such a complex character, though. America loves an anti-hero, though. I'm so glad that Loki... do. The series really highlights, so... He's both an anti-hero and an anti-villain, when you really think about it. He's just a complex character. So the series, Loki, picks up immediately after... The Time Stone heist, or not the Time Stone, but like the stone, the Infinity Stone heist. Yes. Where the Avengers go back in time to fight, to grab the Tesseract, but they utterly fail. fuck it up because Hulk doesn't like stairs. <laughs> no. And, and t- there are two Tony Starks. Yeah. One has a heart attack and the other is just a f- 
bumbling idiot who forgot the Hulk doesn't like stairs. But basically, all you need to know, they go back in time, try to grab the Tesseract, but then they fumble it. And Loki ends up with it. And Loki he's like, being all right, the opportunist. I'm out. I'm out. And he, like, takes the Tesseract, which wasn't supposed to happen. Mm -mm. Wasn't supposed to. And so now we so have... So is this, like, taking place in a separate universe from the Avengers movies? No, it's... this is a part of the Avengers films. It branches off as a... Is and we'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll it when we explain the TVA's rules. So, he picks up the Tesseract and, like, goes to fucking Mongolia, which the Loki series is full of references and homages to other Marvel films. Right. Things that aren't canon. I have to pee. Okay. Okay, we can take a quick break. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I mean, I was like, I didn't want to stop Ani, but we're, at, we're honestly at a place where... She can pick up and start really quick, but oh, yeah. I really have to piss. I'm mm -hmm. really sorry. Hi, Gertrude. This is me, baby. All right. Gertie's in the building, everybody. Yes. We're, We're back. back. All right. So this, the series has a lot of homages and references to other films in the MCU, as well as some comic book stuff that we haven't seen or won't get to see. Mm -hmm. The first frame that we actually get Frame by frame, a reference to is Iron Man 1, where Tony Stark lands in the Afghanistan desert. Oh, yeah. And if you play that side by side to Loki, like, smack dab, middle of the Mongolian desert. Right, when he, like, got to get away from these Avengers. I'm taking the Tesseract, bye, bitches, I'm out. Yep. And that's kind of where Loki branches off. That causes what's called a Nexus event, which causes... So we have, basically... A strict timeline, and that timeline has to be kept by someone. So when something that isn't canon happens, the Quote TVA unquote. show up. The Time Variance Authority, or the Space Time Police, yeah. show up, and they're like, excuse you, what the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> He's like the ball sack man from Rick and Morty. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Getting off your beaten path. No, 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 no. You go, go. Go back. You go to space jail or time yeah. jail or whatever this court system is. But they have a bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. They're about to kill a Loki when a Loki is killing them. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh, is this when we first meet the second Loki for the first time? Like, there's yes. two of them. That's awesome. There is two of them floating about. So her name is Sylvie Laufey Daughter. Mm -hmm. But this... This version of a female Loki is a combination of two comic book characters. One is very short-lived, called Sylvie Lushton, Lushton and Lady Loki. So Lady and Loki and Sylvie Lushton are two separate characters. And Lushton is a very short-lived character, because what she ends up doing is getting powers, magical powers, from Loki, running around as a fake enchantress and a more of the enchantress is a real enchantress it's like what the fuck do you think you're doing we have gertrude in the studio right she now. is definitely like distracting jess right now no she's just being gertie gertie's a puppy it, it gertie's a little puppy chihuahua and i can't stop looking at her her, <laughs> her dark it's really beady hard. eyes her dark horrible. beady Almost out there eyes. Yeah, really. Like the last little sliver of her eyes are in her head. <laughs> That's true. She she very cute. So Sylvie Lushton 
goes around as an enchantress, and Amora the enchantress is like, fuck you, mm -hmm. kills Sylvie, and that's the end of Sylvie's arc. Now, Sylvie, I mentioned this before, that Marvel could be going into the Young Avengers. Yeah. We get two references to the Young Avengers, because Sylvie Lushton ends up in a group that's pitted against the kid Avengers, like all of the kids of the original Avengers. Mm -hmm. What's the kid Avengers? Basically, Wanda's kids, yeah, kid Speed Loki. Speed and Wiccan. Speed and Wiccan, Kid Loki, Kate Bishop, and a few others. Is this going to be a show? Maybe. We don't know yet. They've, I don't they've, think we need it. They've set up the characters. We have the characters. There, there have been very many references to this. So Sylvie is pitted against them, and she ends up getting killed by Amora in the comics. Now, in the Loki series, however, we're introduced to Loki's female variant, who a mm -hmm. lot of people have called Lady Loki. Now, Lady Loki in the comics is a very different character, and I'm not going to really go into it right now. But she, Sylvie Laufey's daughter is the female version of Loki who is going around killing all of the TVA agents because right. she wants revenge on the one who is known as He Who Remains. Yeah, or just at the time she doesn't really know who is in charge of the TVA, but she just wants to bring it down. All now, we know at that point is that there are three, quote-unquote, uh, this, this begs the, the question again, why should casual fans at myself watch Loki? It's because fun. it's literally what happens, how the rest of the MCU, where that's going. Oh yeah, no, this is like... This is the series that really defines the rest of the MCU, to regardless. A, to use a borrowed phrase, this is the nexus event that brings us into the next big story. <laughs> I like that. Oh yeah, phase four, the rest of phase four, because yeah. the characters who we meet in Loki are coming back in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. We only get the multiverse, even mm -hmm. in What If. What If's opening phrase by a guy named The Watcher. Um... Watu, right? Watu the Watcher is the newly created multiverse. Yeah, so Jess, you know how in the past big series, the big MacGuffin was the Infinity Stones and how everyone's trying to collect them? Yeah, it's and a now, Thanos. Yeah, and now the big overarching sort of MacGuffin is the concept of this uh, multiverse. multiverse. I don't the know if you can really call it a MacGuffin of... since it's not a physical item, but whatever. Well, there, no, there is, because we have... He who remains, or King Kong, which, Kong the Conqueror. Yeah, which, like you were saying, is a combination of two different characters. No. No. Not Kang. Kang has always been. Well, Kang, Kang is Kang, but like Kang. But the Sylvie... person we see at the end of Loki, Loki season one at least, is He Who Remains. He Who Remains, which is, is he like a Thanos Thanos level villain for us? He's beyond Not yet. Thanos. Are you kidding me? This guy controls literally everything. So there yeah. we go. He, he is. <laughs> he is literally he who remains. So this Loki series introduces us to... So he's our next big bad guy. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He's going to be the one that's ge the next Marvel movies are gearing up to take on. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness has already confirmed that the big baddie is going to be this guy. As well as the next Ant-Man, and I can only assume he's going to piece together here and there after that at some point because now so loki creates a nexus event by taking like he branches off the timeline that kang is like this is a timeline that has to happen right so 
the time heist, going back and getting the stones, and all this other shit. That has to happen to Kang. Mm -hmm. Kang is like, this absolutely has to happen, but in order to govern, to help him govern this timeline, to make sure that certain events happen the way that he thinks that he, they should, he's like, all right, I'm going to create what's called the TVA, the Time Variance Authority. You guys are in charge of everything else. So Kane created them. Yes and no. So basically, from timelines that no longer exist, branches off what's called the sacred timeline. Mm -hmm. um, he steals people and makes them kind of like mindless servants at that point. Yeah, he basically erases their, their history. Their history, history and so says that like, you were memories. Yeah, and you were I always. Created, I created you. Okay. Yeah. And you work for me. You work for the timekeepers. And so your whole job is to just um, keep this timeline in check, mm -hmm. right? So... So many Umbrella Academy notes, you know? I know, right? It's it's all it's, I can think about when we're discussing it. It's and it's unfortunate simple. it came for... Well, I, I really love Umbrella Academy, and I know we're not discussing that today. But mm -hmm. Not today. Not today. It is, it is similar. Next time. But, you know, Loki in Loki fashion ends up meeting, like, a whole shit ton of different variants. And there are a few other references. Yeah, there's the, there's one episode where he goes to what's basically the trash can the void. of the void. Yeah, different Vild from Sakar. Different from Sakar, it's like everything that was sort of deleted from other non-canonical timelines is there. There's a Stark Tower that's owned by someone else. There's, <laughs> yeah, really. I love there's that. the Thanos copter, which it's made me hilarious. A bright oh yellow helicopter God. that says Thanos next uh, to it. That it. Apparently it's... in the comics, he actually had. Yes, he did. Oh my gosh. The and Thanos then was copy. later arrested was... by the New York Police yes! Department. Yes, okay. So there is, like... He has a helicopter. The reason why no one ever in, like included the Thanos copter before is because it's too stupid. weird. It's too stupid to actually it's too comic book -y, Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah, it's comic so book -y. The whole thing is Wade Wilson. Here's the other reason why they didn't introduce it. Because then you have to introduce mutants to the Avengers. Oh, I would love Deadpool so, in the Avengers. They'll do Wilson, I, I love it. Although I read or today Ryan Reynolds is quitting scary. acting. Really? What? He's no. taking a break. Maybe. Oh, break. Well, I don't know what that um, means. Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, dead, it's Wade. Wade Wilson's Deadpool, yeah. Yeah, Wade Wilson. He, like, has one of the Infinity Stones, and Thanos uses, like, the Mind Stone on him and makes him, like, this little mini minion. <laughs> and he, like, ends up using the, the copter to, like, run around New York, or fly around New York, I should say. Mm -hmm. And... He like gets Wade to try to give him uh, one of the Infinity Stones, and he gets pulled over by NYPD. It just gives the fuck New York's up. finest. <laughs> he just gives up. He's like, "Oh, I've been caught by the police. I'm done." Avengers try to beat Thanos. They can't. Everybody gets no! snapped. Fucking boys it's in blue. It's the NYPD. That's Love all. We, <laughs> that's all we needed. Well, we also are introduced to. Oh yeah. Something else. A little, a little fun guy. I love him. So his proper name is And this S is one of those Simon? blinking you'll miss it kind of Yeah, words. it really is. Simon Walterson, otherwise known as Frog Thor. Frog Thor. From yeah. 
I love Lockjaw and the Pet Avengers, where Thor is a frog who was a human turned into a frog. Mm -hmm. Captain America, you'll never get this. Unless he actually read the damn thing. My first guess was either a bald eagle or a golden retriever. Yes. For who? Captain America. Let's... Want to just say it? Just say it. A T-Rex. Yeah. It's the most American <laughs> animal that the exists. The most American animal you can think of. Yeah. Ah, T-Rex. Oh, and Loki's a cat. That makes sense. But in the series, we just randomly have... Alligator Loki, who's the best Loki in the world. And we also oh, have yeah. Kid Loki. Kid Loki, who we really do need to talk about because in one line he became the most interesting character. That we've ever been introduced. Mm -hmm. That one line is like, hey, what was your nexus, nexus event? event? What got you erased? And he's just like, I killed Thor. <laughs> I killed no! Thor. Why does the kid wear the horns? I, he, well, he's a Loki. I, I killed Thor. I killed Thor. That's it. That's all we That's get. his backstory. That's and his back like omen demon spawn. And I thought about this a while ago, and I'm sure if they do bring back Kid Loki, I want Kid Loki to meet adult Thor. Yo. Can you just imagine no. like no. Thor? No, no, wait, no. Please let me let me let me paint this picture for you. Imagine adult Thor still mourning the loss of his brother, Yo. seeing him as a kid, and Kid Thor. Feeling nothing but regret for for killing his brother, seeing the adult he became. Kid Loki. Can you imagine that hug? Oh my god. Oh, that hug. That hug. But or no. it could go another way, but your way is better. He'd probably kill him again. <laughs> Loki I, I probably kill Thor no, again. No, no, no. <laughs> so in What If, for old there, time's is, sake. there is an episode of What If where... <laughs> oh, right. Where, where What If Thor was an only child and Kid Loki finds him. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. That's an episode? No, what if? Oh, like, exactly, I, what if? I want that. I was like, why haven't we watched it? I've we, only seen the Thor episode of what if. What if, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. But what if is such a show where you could literally do anything? Let's just do everything. No, it's it's really smart and mm -hmm. super well animated. And I, Granted, I've only seen one episode, but um, super well done. I, yeah. I don't know how oh, much yeah. more of it I will actually watch. But I had a good time. And I know we're not done talking about Loki yet. I just want to mention episode two, where T'Challa takes the role of Star-Lord. Oh God. And becomes friends with Thanos after he convinces him not to snap half of the where world Where the dead. fuck is Glamora? Because uh, we see Nebula Probably in, in a series. good household. Probably with her mother, who is not dead. I thought Glamora was the older sister, though. She's... Well, she, I mean, there's a, they're adopted sisters. Yeah, Nebula doesn't even have an age at this point of how much they've augmented her body. Yeah, really. It's like Joan Rivers. <laughs> oh, may she rest in peace. Oh, uh, rest in... Well, but, but like, the whole joke about her was like, oh, yeah, my hands are 50, but my age is... But my face is 12. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh, but no, like, I'm assuming... There like, needs to be a show about Nebula and Gamora, because to me, they have some, like, the most interesting relationship out of anybody from the MCU. Oh, I mean, just their childhood in general. I see that. Just, like, the over-competitiveness, like, you have to... Well, can you imagine, yeah. like, losing a fight to your sister every day and having another body part taken away? Oh, I have a brother, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have two brothers, and no. 
I mean, just crazy shit. Also, like that's, that's um, how it worked. Like he beats me up and then he Karen, rips out a chunk of my hair as a trophy. What's her last name? Karen oh. Gillen. Gillen. Yeah, Karen Gillen. Yeah, yeah. she um, is fucking amazing. She's also from uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Oh, she Doctor is from Doctor Who. Yeah, she's Irish. But yeah, she is yeah, from she Doctor is. Who. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I I will say though for the What If series though. Really begs the question of Odin's motivation. I thought you were going to say it begs the question of what if. It, it really does. It if. really does, though. But, yeah. like, <laughs> Odin's motivation and his understanding of taking Loki. Because in the movies, Odin is like, oh, you were abandoned as a baby in a temple. Right. And I brought you your fate. I brought you back. Your fate was to die in that yeah. temple. But the thing is, in the What If episode, we get to see Frost Giant Loki. The What If episode is titled, What If Thor Was an Only Brother? Which Why do they have a fucking better relationship as basically, quote unquote, brothers from another mother? Well, maybe there actually is like some sort of sacred timeline where they're meant to be best friends. I mean, that's, that's what the episode is. Because yeah. Loki does stick around. Because you never become friends with your siblings until later in life. But the thing is, though... It's a brother whole... from another mother. Yeah, you really but just thing... don't, though. The whole premise of that episode is Odin takes Loki from the temple. And then he's like, you know what? I can't raise a frost giant. So he returns it. It. He returns the baby mm-hmm. back to Jotunheim. And the king of the frost giants is like fucking overjoyed to have his son like, back. Oh, I don't want him either. No, he's overjoyed. <laughs> he's so happy to have his son back. So what the fuck, Odin? I, well, if I'm remembering right from Thor Ragnarok, wasn't Odin actually like kind of a warlord who yes. was conquering everything? Yes. Yeah, so, with, with um, Hela. Hela. Yeah, with yeah Hela. but his, like, that was also the truth. Yeah, and look how, look how Hela ended up. Are we saying that Odin's a great father just because Thor ended up, like, decent? Because he probably fucking isn't. I mean, look at Hela. Yeah, Hela, Hela's fucked up. She was a hell of a, hell of a bitch. But no, like, the, the turning point, Actually, though, I really like Hela, and I actually... Hela's <laughs> such a I badass. Lo- yeah, Hela's such a badass, and mm-hmm. fucking Kate Blanchett killed but, it. But, like, it's so sad but, she's like, only going to be in that one though, movie. Yeah, shows. Kate Blanchett wouldn't sign on for more than one. What were you saying, Rose? The episode shows, though, that... Loki would be much happier as a frost giant. So it's like, yeah, well, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, you know. Really shoulda. Mm -hmm. Shoulda. Yeah. Shoulda sent him back. Do we want to talk about Ultron in the What If shows? Because that to me was what really stuck out. Oh my God. And the greatest virus of them all. Oh, right. (laughs) So, Jess, what is... What is your basic understanding of what if? It's exactly what we've been discussing. What what if this? What if that? It's like literally yeah, a fucking pipe dream of a show. Mm-hmm. It's literally just fan service. I mean, absolutely, but like, in the best way. Well possible. done fan service. But what do you know about the overall What do you I know guess... about Ultron? No, oh, like the nothing. overall I guess like what do you know about the overall plot line of it, though? I've only seen one episode, the one you showed me. Yes, but we've talked about it enough. So, so let's just let's break, break it down, down real quick. So, so is in... there a plot line? I literally there, thought it was just is. like, what if this? What if that? That's the main 
point, so here's but the there thing. is a subplot line to it that's pretty much the main plot it line. It should just be an anthology. So in Avengers 2, Age of Ultron, which I'm guessing Jess has not seen. I've seen she, all the Avengers. Oh, you have the seen Avengers, that. Yeah. That's, which is probably one of the worst of the MCU movies, <laughs> just putting that out there. It's corny. But you remember that Ultron was trying to make a new body for himself, and that became Vision. In this universe, it's what if that actually happens. So Ultron, Ultron versus Jarvis, but Jarvis didn't win. Yeah, and he takes. What on does the that body. mean for Wanda? Oh, oh, we'll get to that in a sec. Um, so I know, right? So then he basically succeeds in taking over the world and replacing it all with his little robotic minions. Yeah, and everyone else is dead except for Black Widow. Except for Black Widow. How the hell and, did that happen? And your favorite superhero. Oh, yeah, Thor. Martin. Hawkeye. No, Martin. Oh, God damn it. Clint Martin. <laughs> I don't like Jeremy Renner and I don't like Hawkeye. I'm sorry. Clint He's Martin. like Achilles' heel of this team. But whatever. Oh, whatever. They're, they're alive. Everyone else is robots. Not for very long. Ooh, cyborg. Long. Yeah, everyone else is like a cyborg or something. Does Wanda bring everyone back to life? No. We'll, we'll get there. Um, and then Ultron. Ultron, as Vision, is looking over the world. It's like, man, I've done good. And then Thanos shows up and is just like trying to get the Infinity Stone in Vision's head. And he Vision's, loses. Yeah, Vision's just like, oh, slice. Yeah, he loses the Dead fight. Sneeze. And we have Ultron now with the power of the Infinity Stones. And instead of using the Infinity Stones to do what Thanos did and snap half the universe dead... He's just going to control the entire universe. He wants to control the entire universe and gain infinite wisdom. Now, throughout this entire episode, Watu, who is a part of basically a culture or a society of individuals right. who can see other timelines and see other universes... Mm -hmm outside of their own. So Watu, the Watcher, is watching all this happen and he's, there is one oath to be a Watcher and that is do not interfere. You cannot interfere yeah. in any way, shape, or form. You can only watch the events that, events that happen. You can't you do anything to alter them. Watu came so close in the Ultron episode. Oh yeah, where he's he just came. like, it's right. Like they're he's, looking for the quote unquote Death Star plans yeah. to defeat Ultron. He's like, it's right it's fucking right there. there. Look in that file. It's Look in right that there. goddamn file, I could, I could do it. I could interfere. I could tell them. It would be right so there. goddamn easy. But I can't. I can't. Great but, power comes great responsibility. Great power comes the but then great that's not need even to take the best a nap. part of Watu in that episode where at a certain point he's just like, checking things out with Ultron, and then Ultron's like, you know, I can see you, right? <laughs> and he freaks. That's the thing, though. That's not even the first time a character has broken That's right. that wall, and it's Doctor Strange loses his heart instead of his hands. Not literally. But <laughs> Christine, he, Christine, he loses Christine, and it brings up a massive fucking plot point that really pisses me off. Yeah. Because... It also shows that there are characters more powerful than the TVA. So the TVA is not really fucking necessary because the Ancient One in that episode splits the timeline of their universe in half. There is one half where Doctor Strange mo like, moves on from losing Christine. The other half where he becomes, like, he just inhales all these monsters. He wants to become more powerful so he eats a bunch of monster souls. 
Yeah, pretty much. As one does. <laughs> We've brief, all been there. He wants to bring Crete's team back. Mm -hmm. So, like, if there are people who can just yeet a fucking timeline in one direction, what the fuck is the TVA going to do? Say no? Like, no. 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 You it, can't stop them. I like to think that there's a list at the TVA of people not to fuck with, and Egghead Tilda Swinton is on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just leave her alone, you know? Mm -hmm. Don't fuck with her. She's got a pass. And she, you know, there are two versions of her explaining the sacred time. Well, you have to assume that only someone like Tilda Swinton's character who has this power knows that for the greater good, she's not going to act on it. Yeah, no, there, there are two different versions, like I just mentioned, of her explaining as the ancient one the sacred timeline there's one where in doctor strange she's like the multiverse is vast and unknown we don't know what's out there we don't know how it's going to be if we fuck around with other universes which i other think is her own. way of saying like don't even try to fuck with it but yeah. then then there's the way that she explains it during the gem heist Right? Where she's talking to Burr's banner and she's like, one thing, one wrong thing that branches off from a timeline can cause disastrous effects. The butterfly mm -hmm. effect. Yeah, the butterfly effect. Yeah. Which is a direct contradictory to what she said in Doctor Strange. It directly contradicts herself. So a lot of fans have pointed out that's the moment where she realizes how fucked up she she just like screwed. Things. I think what Rose is asking for is like more continuity, like throughout everything. No. <laughs> we, a tighter we've script. Thrown, we've thrown continuity out the window with this. With yeah. Loki creating the multiverse. Yeah, yeah nothing, anything. That's goes. my thing when you like start throwing in time travel and stuff. It's like nobody's time travel rules are ever tight enough to exist without any scrutiny at all. Yeah. You just can't. Like it's it's Doctor Who comes close, but that's the day. That's, that's the topic. For it's impossible. Day. Well, they've it, been doing it for years. Yeah, they it's They basically impossible. wrote the book on time travel. Yeah, but I want to get back to. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Okay, I just wanted to get back to Ultron. Mm -hmm. And so Ultron basically realizes through Watu that there are other multiversal dimensions to conquer. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to conquer them all. Yep. And Watu goes to Doctor Strange. The Doctor Strange, so when the Ancient One splits the timeline in half, it yeah. literally collapses in on itself. And the two versions of Doctor Strange meet. Now, the monster Doctor Strange, like... Doctor Monster. Doctor Monster. Monster yes. Doctor. Doctor Monster. He did the Monster he, Mash. He uh, basically consumes the other one consumes absorbs merges eats, eats him? doctor strange eats doctor strange yeah the monster wins essentially yeah bad doctor strange reigns supreme and then his entire timeline collapses but what happens with wanda so here's the thing um, we don't know yeah wanda is not the most important I, <laughs> wanda is not important right now not right now she's gonna flip out on the whole your earth so the Nexus event was actually hinted at in WandaVision, where like there are in oh the fake commercials. I will, I will also I will say this I respect them not giving the um, the director not giving a like an actual in show or in universe explanation for 
the uh, commercials because canonically the directors and the staff who worked on it, they all say that the commercials are actually Doctor Strange trying to reach out to Wanda through oh, I, the commercials. Oh, like, I love hey, that. Wanda, what's going on? What you know? What are you doing? Yeah. Because he doesn't know. He can't get into Wanda's bubble, so he's reaching out to her. He doesn't know if this is Wanda herself or if someone is making her do this. So the commercials from Stark's, uh, the toaster, Stark's toaster, to Nexus is all him trying to reach out to them, to Wanda specifically, like, hey, hey Wanda, what's, what's going on? But they never actually included that explanation because they didn't want it to feel like this was a guy, like a damsel in distress situation. Right. Where the guy is coming in to save her. No, and I think that's fair. And, and it's I really do an respect that. Thing. Yeah. And, yeah, for and sure. And I respect that. But it's also like, what the fuck is all these commercials about? So if you didn't read the interview with the director, you wouldn't know that that's actually Doctor Strange. Because everyone was also asking, where the hell is Doctor Strange in all of this? Yeah, he's the guy who takes care of this kind of stuff. Like, where the fuck was he in the entirety of WandaVision? Because, oh, he was there. Yeah. But, I mean, they uh, didn't want that to feel like that way, so. Bam. So, if we were going to rank these three shows in terms of your favorite. Loki. And then... I would say WandaVision is number one for me. Loki being the very close second. I don't know. I, I guess WandaVision. But well, we haven't even touched WandaVision, on Hawkeye. No, it's Loki, What If, WandaVision, and then uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier for me. Okay. I am just very much like, I am a filmmaker, and I just, more than anything, really appreciate the technical level gone into WandaVision. So that's number one for me. And then in, after that, it's all just like, Loki's real dope, so that's number two. <laughs> but Hawkeye is going to be interesting, because... Oh, right. I remembered a point I was going to bring up earlier, and I, I just want to rush yeah. through it real quick because I know Jess was asking about it. Uh, so uh, Vision, Ultron becomes like big supreme guy, and then like they, Watu assembles the Guardians of the Multiverse, who are all these heroes from the multiverse, to stop Ultron. Including Lamora. Including Gamora. Who Which we, we don't fucking know why. Yeah, she's awesome, though. But one of the things that Doctor Strange used as a deterrent against um, uh, Ultron is he opens up to the world. Actually, we, we didn't even talk about the zombies episode. Oh my god, no. So he unleashes the zombie adventures on Ultron. And then there, on, 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 on top of a giant pile of zombies, is zombie Wanda. So we didn't... Oh, Undead, Scarlet Witch, full-powered, and... She's, she's beating him up, but then there's, like, one second where she's like, is that Vision underneath all that? And he kills her. Aww. But to be fair, though, she deserved it. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a zombie. You gotta... No, because Vision... So in the oh my zombie, God, zombie episode, Avengers we didn't even talk about... We didn't talk about two yeah. main ones, which was the Killmonger episode and the zombie episode. Mm -hmm. In the zombie episode, um, Scott Lang is a head... He's just a head with the, the, the cloak of... Oh, and he has jokes about it. Oh, yeah, he has so many jokes about it. You know how in Futurama they have the head in the yeah, jars? Yeah, 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 the presence. It looks exactly yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. that's great. I love that. 
And there's a moment where he's going to cry, and one of the characters is like, they're there now, don't cry, because you're just going to fog up your glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh my lord. There's always a silver lining. But Vision found a cure for the zombie outbreak, but instead of really using it for good, he ends up using it to lure survi other survivors. Survivors. Yeah, you got it. Survivors. Survivors yeah. to uh, his location so he can use them to feed Wanda. Oh. Well, love is love, you know. Love is love. Which is bullshit. Well, you gotta love zombies. Yeah. Zombies and are great. I would definitely say, Jess, I know you're probably not going to watch too many MCU things. If you ever have a half hour to kill, what watch, if what if zombies? zombies? I could see myself actually watching like the what if show, but all these other ones, like yeah. I just won't be doing it. Yeah. Well, like, that's a good and thing having about said that, I did spend a whole day watching you, the new season of you, the other day. So. <laughs> well, that's a good thing about like what if, as opposed to the big. It's a quick picking up. Yeah. It's a quick pick ipping up. Where it's like, if you watch any MCU movie, it's like, okay, who is that guy? What was his origin story? Yeah. Oh, that happened five movies ago? Yeah. yeah. So, Killmonger is in the Black Panther movie, and... Mm -hmm. um, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, yes. Yes, so yes, yes. More like Michael B. a hunk. Yeah, he's a very handsome man. Mm. So, he basically gets recruited by Watu, the Watcher, because he ends up, like, essentially in his episode... He not only betrays Wakanda, but he kills his cousin, mm -hmm. kills Tony Stark. Yeah, before all that, he... All of that, he just ends up, like, killing both of them. Yeah, before all that, he was... Sort of became Tony Stark's right-hand man. And which then, was Happy's job. Which was Happy's job. So now Michael B. Jordan is the forehead of security. <laughs> and he used that as an opportunity to gain some more power. He used that to go to Wakanda and sort of bring Stark as a weapon, Stark technology as a weapon, use that to sort of incite a war and be, use that to become king, and then it sort of ends on the implication that he's going to have America and Wakanda start a war, probably so he can come up on top. And the only two who are like, what the fuck, who are you, what the hell, I don't trust you, are Virginia Pepper Potts and Shiri. Shiri. Me out I love that. I, they are such a goddamn dynamic duo. I need. I didn't know I needed that in my life until I actually saw that episode. I think like everyone really fell in love with. I Shuri. need that. Oh, my little brother loves Shuri. That's who my named my mom's dog after. Shuri. Yeah, Shuri. Cute. He loves Shuri. Mm -hmm. But you know, moving forward, we have Hawkeye coming out on uh, Christmas. I say Christmas. we we touch on that real quick because we're we're at yeah. about almost at an hour and a half right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um. So one thing I will just want to bring out, and this is a small detail that I only saw in the trailers, uh, Hamilton is now Rogers. <gasps> yes. If, if y'all motherfuckers, if they don't make that. If y'all don't get Lin Manuel Miranda to write <coughs> a, at least a twenty-minute thing about it, or the music. No, they need the musical. They need to release the fucking musical because I would How watch does, that shit. Well, How does a the Spider-Man musical kind night? of did not go well. I don't know if y'all remember that. Well, that's a whole other. That's a whole. Other that's thing. a whole tragic episode we have to touch on. Um, but yeah, that aside, I just want to get that out. Uh, another cool detail uh, that you pointed out to me is it's another reference to the Young Avengers, Kate Bishop. I was gonna mention uh, uh, the the hearing. Aid. Oh yeah. So the the entire 
Disney Plus series has been drawing real a lot, very heavily to the comics, like the TVA and some of the like the insanity that they kind of bring to the Marvel universe is straight from the comics, mm -hmm. right? They, we have a lot of these series and homages to them, but one kind of big detail that audiences has been missing who are Hawkeye fans is the fact that he's deaf. He is part. He is partially or hearing lost. impaired. Yeah, he is partially yeah. lost his hearing due to an accident, an injury caused by an accident. We actually do see him in the trailers with a hearing aid. Mm -hmm. So we finally get to see that whole part of his character arc, which no one has seen in the entire Marvel films thus far. I just think, like, Hawkeye is the most least interesting character that you could do a show on. I can think of one... I can think of other characters who were less interesting in the main... Who, like Don cast. Cheadle? He's cool. Ross? Ross. Who's Ross? The, uh, General Ross. The guy with the big mustache who doesn't like Hulk. Uh, Hulk. I don't know who that is. The, the, the Exactly. No, okay, so the, the guy Yeah, who... but, like, Hawkeye's, like, a main character. Yeah. Per se. He, he, Ross becomes kind of important. The the Geneva not the Geneva the, the Sokovia, uh, Sokovia, Sokovia Accords. That's when he look. I'm just saying. Yeah, it don't need to happen. <laughs> but we want it to happen. Well, audiences want it to happen. I don't want yeah. it to happen. <laughs> I I mean, we get to see Kate Bishop, which is like I keep saying, a refer another reference to the young event to the kids to Could the it, young the, Avengers. The little treehouse club of yeah. Avengers. So we've gotten now four references. In each of the separate series, mm -hmm. two from the kids in WandaVision, Kid Loki, and now Kate Bishop. Yeah. And how do you guys feel uh, with the direction that everything's going in right now? I, I feel like the pandemic has definitely affected a how we're consuming media in general, and like certainly how everything has been released in terms of Disney and Marvel. Right. Well, um, I mean, it fucked up Disney's release royally. So a Black true. Widow, yeah. Um, of the entire series. Yeah. How do you guys feel about everything going forward, though? Like, are you, do you think that the new releases coming out next year and the year after are going to be just as exciting as the I'm ones pre-Endgame or what? I'm, I don't know about Brody, but I'm very concerned for it. I, I feel like they have, at this point, enough footing to have more creative license that they definitely should, like, work on. Cause Fairly. Yeah. Fairly work on. Fairly work on. I'm just, I just like to see if they can actually have some more direction into these things because no offense to the Russo brothers or Taika Waititi, but there, you could really like get away with not having a director on this. I want more stuff that's like these individual little snippets that are sort of their own, their own little thing that doesn't really have to connect. Yeah, no, I think that's fair to say. I feel and like that's kind of what's been plaguing things a while. That's kind of my concern, though, because not everyone's going to watch these little series. No, like, no, the absolutely top series, not. The top two, if you had, just if you had asked me what my top two ones that people really need to watch would be the last two episodes of Loki. So you're introduced to all the Loki variants, and you're introduced to He Who Remains, mm -hmm. as well as Sylvie. Who Sylvie becomes Lowe a real big daughter. deal. As well as the whole thing of the multiverse, on top of the one of at least one of the episodes of What If, the first five minutes, 
because you were introduced to the Watcher, and the Watcher is going to play a massive role going forward, because I'll throw Falcon and the Winter Soldier in there as well. So hell, guys, that's three episodes. I'm still not going to watch them, but... <laughs> but you should at least be aware of them. No, I can, I can see myself forward, actually watching the what-ifs. I, I, I enjoyed the one I did. Because what if, like, going forward, what though, if? they are going to have a massive impact on the movies, and I'm very concerned on how Disney's going to reintroduce all of these concepts. Because mm -hmm. we've already been introduced to a multiverse theory with Doctor Strange that was recertified or re... Yeah, recertified in the Avengers films. Just a sideline. Are they still saying they're going to make this into the horror movie? I don't know. They better. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. At this point, if you... Which one will be a horror movie? Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness was originally categorized as a horror film before it was changed to fantasy adventure. Well, I think that could just be like a Here's my thing, thing with horror movies, though. Like, unless you're going for that R rating... Eh. But it's Sam Raimi. No, Ramey. Chucky? Is Chucky... Wait, is Chucky... Child's Play was R. Child's Play was R, but I'm talking about I, having... I don't know about the remake. I haven't seen Sam it. Sam Raimi from not only the... Uh, yeah, I could, get, I could get behind films. Sam Raimi because he did Evil Dead. And Evil and Dead. And Drag Me to Hell, which is also really decent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Drag Me to Hell is a good time. I know we're not talking about horror movies, but we're talking about Sam Raimi. Well, we're talking about Doctor Strange, and that could definitely, like like I said, be a little bit more of a creative shake-up to the norm. If so. they got Sam Raimi on board... Yes. Uh, okay, I'm down. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Raimi. I'm totally down. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. extremely talented. Yeah. yeah. But still, once again, I stand by my um, PG-13. Like, I know they have to, because no. for general audiences, like, I understand that, but nevertheless... Alright. So, uh, I feel like I've learned a lot today. Um, a lot of yeah, stuff we, that I didn't know. Alright. Is there anything you, you're going to watch now, Jess? Anything? No, I think we covered that. Uh, I'll watch some episodes of What If. Um, I just finished up You. Are you guys watching anything right now that isn't Marvel related? Um, no, but we did see Old. We did see Old together. And uh, plot twist. It sucks. sucks. <laughs> yeah, hey, you want to know how we should escape this beach? I can't think of anything. You want to yeah. try the back exit that's super secret? Well, we haven't tried that yet. Apparently no one's tried swimming through the fucking coral. Nope. Yeah. Well, in their defense, they're both children. They were they? children. They, they were, were children. They were children. Like they were tiny <laughs> little babies. And then by the time they left that island, one they were in their like, 40s and one 50s. One had a child. That baby died. That baby died, but one of them had a child, and that was, that was, that was a little gross. Um, I, uh... I actually feel like if there was there was not enough time to go into the <laughs> <Time>. complexities <laughs> of like becoming a teenager into your sexual prime and having a child. Oh, you could don't see it, guys. Just don't do it. You save yourself. It's you... there are better better uh, M Night Shyamalan films. Mm -hmm. If yeah, you feel like, like maybe you need to see one more. <laughs> One or Not two old. more, yeah. Not old. Are you guys playing any new video games right now? I, I haven't. I'm not playing any new video games. I went back onto Kingdom Hearts and Smash. Boy, well, yeah, I just saw him on Smash, and I'm like, this is my serotonin for the next five days. Yeah, I'm replaying Let's Go Pikachu right now, mm -hmm. waiting for all those new Animal Crossing New Horizon updates. That's another Talking thing about too. Me and serotonin. Me and Jess both started new islands. We started our islands over. I still have Severus. You still My have island is called Severus. Well, Severus is about to get a lot bigger when they add some new yeah. expansions. We have I so like many my... new content to go through, I can't believe it. Eh, 
Anything else y'all want to throw in? Any last uh, words to the audience? Nothing. I've had a really good time. This All is right. wonderful. Well, if you have any uh, comments, critiques, questions, possibly compliments, feel free to email us. <laughs> <laughs> Just nothing mean. Nothing mean. It's our first episode, so but please... But this is the internet. I will take it. Please be nice to us. It's one... <laughs> It's oneframeoff at gmail.com. That's oneframeoff, gmail.com. This is Rose signing off. This is Brody signing off. Oh, Jess already left. Hi, everybody. Peace out.